going on everyone welcome to episode number 71 here on the proven knowledge podcast this is the creator series today i welcomed a houston texas native she is an artist singer songwriter and an audio engineer her name is shelby ruger me and shelby have been connected i believe on instagram uh, for the past year and change and she actually reached out to me i think in the spring or maybe the early summer of this year about being on the podcast so i was more than happy to you know let her come on and tell a little bit about herself and how long she's been doing music and everything. We talked about uh, how she got into music around, I believe, seven or eight years old, uh, singing, and how she's eventually evolved into doing more and more as she's become a solo artist. She has a couple singles out, and she's working on a couple projects. One is a joint project. The other is a solo project, as well as some other singles she's got coming before the end of the year. Uh, I believe that the projects are coming in 2022. Uh, But I wish Shelby all the best of luck on everything she has going. Just her, you know, putting herself out there, being able to be an engineer is going to be huge for her. Uh, We talked about the challenges that that can sometimes present. Um, But I think that she, you know, has a clear vision as far as what she has in mind for a career and, you know, something to have longevity for uh, in her life. So, uh, yeah, you know, I enjoyed this one and I think you guys will too. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 71 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today, we have a really incredible singer-songwriter. She's also an audio engineer out of Houston, Texas. Shelby Ruger is here. How are you? Hi, how are you doing? I'm great. Yes, and like I said, you know, I'm happy to get you on the show. Uh, We've been in contact for a while and everything, and I know you have a couple singles out and whatnot, and you're kind of just getting started going i feel like in your journey so i'm you know interested to kind of get to know a little bit more about you and your music um so to start every episode out you know we just have the guests give a little bit of background you know how long have you been doing music how you got started pretty much the basic information for those that don't really know you or your sound yet so um i started singing when I was about seven years old, I, I think I was probably able to sing before then, but I didn't really start doing it like every day until I was about seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess when I first got interested in being an artist was pretty young. Um, my mom had a friend named JC and he owned his own recording studio. So I actually recorded my first track like when I was like 10 um, on a CD. It was like just a, I used it as a Christmas gift for everybody and I just handed it out uh, at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's when I started singing, but as far as uh, songwriting, uh, I just started doing that maybe like senior year of high school. I graduated in 2019 um, and I've just had a passion for it. Um, that's, that's pretty much my whole journey. <laughs> nice. So are you uh, are you in school at all for music, or are you just kind of doing the solo thing, just kind of going for, you know, straight up a career in music by yourself, or how's that been going? Uh, so I actually just started attending a, a school in Houston called Media Tech, hmm. uh, and I've been learning how to be an engineer there. So they teach you uh, everything that has to do with audio, so recording, mixing, mastering, uh, post-production, all of that they uh, teach you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started going there because I, I wanted to make myself a little bit more um, multifaceted as far as like the skills that I had musically. And I know that engineering is a huge part of music mm-hmm. and I don't think engineers get enough credit, to, oh, yeah. you know, to the process of making an artist sound good. Um, 
And so I just wanted to learn how to do that myself because I think it, it's opening a lot more, uh, I guess, choices for me creatively. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, hats off to you for that because I can tell you firsthand just from, you know, five years ago when I started producing, I was trying to mix all my own stuff and mix my artist's material, and it was the most frustrating thing ever. And I remember just being so like, down on myself because I couldn't get it right. And still to this day, I'm not very good at mixing. Like That's something I'm working on myself. So I feel like if you you know, can get good enough at it and really add that to your arsenal, that's going to be a huge thing for you moving forward as far as like being able to – I feel like you know once you get your sound even more established, you're going to be able to figure out you know, how your sound is going to um, – come out there uh depending on you know the different type of material you're putting out and everything and you'll get more practice as you go um so i guess a good question off of that would be which one has been better for you so far being an artist and a singer and a songwriter or being an engineer or is it kind of just all in one for you so i think right now in, in this phase of my life i think being an engineer has really um helps me a lot as far as um developing my sound mm-hmm. um and meeting people um because I've, I've met a lot of people that have uh, showed me different techniques and showed me uh, different ideas as far as um the the music goes and so i think when i release this next project that i'm working on people are, are going to be really surprised at how how different my sounds sounds because of the people that i've been around and exposed to um so I think right now, uh, being an engineer has been uh, probably one of the best things to happen to me as far as far as uh, being an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, keep up, keep it up, because like I said, that's going to be a huge thing for you. And you're right. Uh, I don't think engineers get nearly enough credit. Uh, all the engineers I've ever worked with, they're all great people. And, you know, hats off to uh, all of them for doing great work. Um, so as far as your, you know, your songwriting and all that goes, how does that process for you usually start? Is it you have to hear the production, like the beats and everything first? Or are you always in the writing process and you're just kind of putting ideas down? Like, have you ever found yourself kind of changing it up as far as how you approach each song? Or is it all the same? Um, so I think it, it depends really on the, on the project that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, this project that I'm working on now, it's a, it's a, dual project with this rapper that I met um, from my uh, mentor. His name's Relly. He's one of my friends. Um, and he introduced me to this rapper. And so uh, we've been working on this, this joint project for about eight months. And with him, my process has really just been, we go in the studio, we hear a track, and we write the song right then and there. Like, there's no <laughs> waiting or anything. We just write the song, and um, we record it. And that's that's really been working for us, and I think the sound of the, the project is, is it shows that we've been running it like that. But it's it's really cool vibe. Mm-hmm. But before I was with him, I usually would uh, get the beat sent to me, and um, I would sit there and spend about like a week or so writing the lyrics and really paying attention and being diligent about the words I I use, mm-hmm. um, because I really want my songs to touch people. Uh, in a way that they feel like they they're going through the problem too, mm-hmm. um, and so that's why I chose to wrote that way, uh, chose to write that way yeah. for so so long. Yeah, I almost feel too like there's a time and place for certain songs too. You know what I mean? Like the songs, like you said, that are more that have more of a message. It's almost like 
it feels better to probably sit down and take your time on those. And then there's other songs that are more free-flowing and just kind of laid back. They don't really have a deeper message, but they're kind of just songs to have fun to. And maybe if you get in there like 20, 30 minutes, knock something out, that's still good too. You know what I mean? So I guess it's all just like circumstances and how things go uh, based on each song. So I'm curious for you, um, as far as when you were growing up, you know, who would you say are your biggest musical influences, people that you've listened to when you were a kid or maybe that you're still listening to now? Who would those people be that inspired you to get into music and want to be an artist? Um, so I think the biggest influences on my sound, um, have definitely been like old nineties R and B groups and, um, old nineties R and B singers, um, like Usher. Um, I, I remember I used to listen to boys uh, to men a lot, uh, day 26, um, Tyrese, like all those people really influenced my sound as far as the soul, but as far as like how I sing. Uh, Justin Bieber actually um, helps me develop my sound a lot. Like, I would listen to his, I think it was either Believe or um, his album named Journals. I used to listen to his, uh, every single one of his songs, and I would literally try to mimic his his runs mm. and the way he uh, sang, because I, I just thought he had so much swag and so much um, confidence when he sung. So um, I think Justin Bieber is probably, like, the biggest influence on my sound and the way i i sing yeah it's crazy to see how like he has evolved his sound over the years too you know what i mean like i still remember when i was in probably like fifth grade and justin bieber was just discovered and it was like he was just this kid that usher found and everything and to see him still around now and just to see how he has continued to evolve and change his sound and you know continue to really just grow his fan base and everything that's been pretty crazy to see um yeah how long he's lasted yeah, I commend him because he, you know, he's been through a lot of stuff uh, throughout his life, mm-hmm. and um, a, a lot of people don't know how to how to keep their fan bases like that. Um, mm-hmm. And he's been in a, a, a bad spotlight a lot of the times, and uh, he's gotten out of it, and he's in. A, I think he's in a great place now. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine either being that young, like as young as he was when he was discovered and dealing with that type of like notoriety. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of people when they're that young, you're still a kid. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't know how to deal with that. So it's like, you got to give him hats off for that too. Just being able to get through that and survive this long, honestly. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Um, So as far as, you know, let's say a dream collaboration for you, maybe someone you ever want to do a, song or a project with does anyone immediately come to mind or have you not thought about that before okay there's a lot of people <laughs> um see and i think i think my answer to this question has changed after going to school because now I'm, I'm learning about um producers and uh engineers that have been like really really um pivotal to like certain things that happen in the game mm-hmm. um I think my dream collab would probably be um, Kanye West. Mm. Um, just because I'm a huge Chance the Rapper fan, and I didn't start listening to Kanye until I started listening to Chance because he always repped him. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, Kanye 
production skills. Like, I, I just want to sit in the studio with him and be able to soak up anything from him because production-wise, he has it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, like, production is something that I've, I've really uh, begun to fall in love with, um, going to school for engineering. Because, um, again, that's a really important part. And I think he just he has a a genius mind when it comes to seeing a vision and making that vision come to life. And that's something that I, I want to try to uh, study him and get down myself. Yeah. So I got to ask then, uh, what do you think about his new album? Um, so the, so I, li- I actually listened to it twice. Uh, and the first time I, I listened to it, I was really confused and I was kind of disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I listened to it again, I realized that I, I think so in all his past albums, he's really been talking about himself a lot. Uh, and everybody always has something to say. And I think um, this song, this album is more of a reflection of everybody else and not himself. And I think that's why all the songs sound so unfinished or they sound chaotic mm-hmm. or they sound like different because he, he's literally trying to. I guess he's trying to convey us, like society, into this album, and I, I, I think that that's what I got from it, mm. at least, because it sounds so different from yeah. all his other um, works. Yeah, I never thought of it that way too, and also the guest features, like that might be a good point for the amount of features that are on there too, because he kind of let everyone do their thing on this, and he kind of played the background in a lot of way. I felt so. It's yeah, kind of inter- that's kind of an interesting take. I did want it to be a little shorter. That was probably my biggest complaint of it, but I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, definitely more than the last couple albums. Um, but it has grown on me. I have listened to a few of the songs again, and I'm glad he took his time on this one as opposed to the last two. I think that was one of the reasons why I think a lot of people weren't really too high on the last couple albums. But um, but like you said, it's like Kanye, you know, he at this point he doesn't have to do music at all you know what i mean he's doing it out of the love for doing music so it's like yeah. if he doesn't want to do it then it is what it is if he does then it is what it is so um but he's a legend forever to me so there's no yeah yeah he's he's one of the greats i think i think a lot of people you know give him slander and stuff i think a lot of people just don't understand him mm-hmm. but uh some of the stuff he says like it really resonates with me as far as like, I, like when I watch his interviews and stuff, like I understand what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that some of the stuff he's done is not crazy, but you know, yeah, definitely a different outlook for sure. But yeah, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, I don't know if you've been in Houston your whole life. I'm assuming you probably have, but as far as, you know, becoming an independent artist out of Houston, what kind of opportunities do you think you found or maybe even challenges that you found as far as kind of developing a sound, trying to get a fan base, uh, really just trying to get your career off the ground uh, in the city? Um, honestly, I don't, I, to me, I think Houston is probably one of the best cities to be in. Uh, if you're trying to grow as an artist, um, because we have so many different types of people here and we have so many people here. Um, and there's so many different opportunities, um, but you have to be willing to search for them. Um, so I think my biggest struggle down here is just uh, trying to find the opportunities and, and putting myself out there. Cause I, a lot of people uh, 
you know, try to say, you know, it's real easy to put yourself out there, but I think that's probably one of the hardest things to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Just putting yourself out there and being confident in what you're saying. And uh, that's something that I'm working on every day. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that because it's like sometimes you really don't want to even talk to – there's days I go and I'm like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to be – do my thing, be done. But it's like you also have to do, you know, networking and all this stuff and work with people. And it's like, uh, you know, depending on your personality type, it's really like something that requires – I don't – it's it's basically like anything else. It's like you just got to try and like get in the habit of repetition with it. And I think it gets better, but it's definitely not easy. So I would agree with you on that. Uh, is there something in the last year, maybe let's say the last year, for you that was a giant hurdle, something that was kind of a roadblock maybe in your career or your life in general that uh, maybe you had to get over and kind of keep things moving forward? Um, definitely uh, COVID-19 has been a very, very big um, change in my life mm-hmm. um, as far as how I move and how I create and how I um, work. Um, when I when COVID-19 started, I was at uh, I was in San Marcos at Texas State and uh, I suddenly had to move back home. And uh, I was really frustrated because when I was over there, like, I, I felt really super inspired. I loved the people that I was around. And I was just having such a great time. Um, and I felt like I was in a good place. And then when I came here, like, I had to stay in the house all day. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wasn't uh, creating because I was just uh, mentally I was just frustrated. Um and so I think that was a, a huge roadblock that I had to get over. Um, and I think the biggest le- lesson that I caught from there, I mean, from COVID-19, is that inspiration isn't always going to be there. And um, sometimes you just have to do. Like, sometimes you just have to write, 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 write. Sometimes you just have to um, record, record until you you make that his song or you write that, that song that you're really proud of. And um, mm-hmm. that's just something I've been doing now. I just, instead of waiting for inspiration to hit me, I just write. Yeah. I just create. Yeah. It was almost good for a lot of people, too, I think, to have that time, that all that free time to just kind of practice their craft. You know what I mean? And for you, I think that's yeah. something that it sounds like you were doing. You were just practicing the craft because you had nothing better to do. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't really do much. Um, so, I, at least, you know you get something positive out of it. I think the best thing that everybody could have done, and that's what I've always said during that time, was like be as productive as possible and just try to make the best out of not a not-so-good situation. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, uh, you know, they were in bad health or they still are in bad health or they know family that was. But it's like, you know, if we were healthy and we're able to keep going, you know, try and be as productive as possible and work on your craft and whatnot. So it sounds like that's something you got accomplished so that's a great thing i think yeah for sure yeah so, i think covid-19 is is it, it was it's a bad thing yeah but i it, it was the best thing for me i think it was mm-hmm. probably one of the best things to happen to me mm-hmm. cuz i had a lot of time to reflect yeah um, no, I, I think a lot of people had time to reflect actually yeah yeah i can um, definitely uh, echo that sentiment for real cuz that was I could go in days about how that was for me, but it's crazy. So, is there anything you know as far as the music business is concerned since you've been getting your career really going here? 
that you wish you kind of would have known earlier, maybe something you're just learning that is very important and that you think, you know, maybe someone else could benefit from knowing? Um, I think something that I wish I would have known, like when I, ver- when I first started, is that being an artist isn't just being an artist and going out and singing and doing shows. You are a business, mm-hmm. and whether whether you like it or not, you you have to act like a business, and you have to make sure that um, everything that you're doing musically, you can get an income from that. Um, because if not, then you you can't do music full time. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something I wish I would have learned sooner. Um, that you really have to act like a business and you have to know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So I think you mentioned this a little earlier, I think at the beginning of the episode, but what is something that when people hear your music, you want them to kind of take away from it? Like if someone hears one of your songs, what do you think you want that impact to be, you know, on your fans? So... I think in a lot of my uh, music, a common motif that's there, I mean, not in the past two singles that I've released, because they're more like about, you know, heartbreak, being heartbroken. But I think in the new music that I'm releasing in the near future, um, a common motif is uh, knowing your power, knowing that you have confidence, knowing that, you know, you can just live life and and choose to be happy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's the main thing that I want people to get from my music is just knowing your power, knowing your words and knowing that you can be happy at any point in time. Like you don't have to let anything stop you from being happy. Mm-hmm. Build that confidence. Love that. Yeah. That's awesome. So when can we expect some of these projects and some of these new songs to come out? Are you thinking before the end of the year or you're looking at 2022? Like what can you reveal about that? So, for this main project, um, I'm really excited about it. Um, you can expect that, um, not this year, but next year, um, probably at the end of, probably at the beginning of spring, so May or April. And um, I'm actually doing some solo pro- projects, some singles that I will be re- releasing at the end of September and at the beginning of October, so... Nice. look out for that you got any collaborators you want to shout out that have been helping you out with that stuff oh yeah for sure um j kill man he's the he's probably one of the best rappers i've heard in a long time um the others those are my producers um Relly, uh that's my mentor my friend uh he's teaching me a lot about engineering and how to move in the music business uh let's see who else uh Romy. That's another one of my producers. Uh, that's pretty much it nice. right now. And my mom and my dad. Nice. Shouts to them. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to all that music for sure. I'll be checking that out. No doubt. Yes. So I, I know, appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. So I know you're on Instagram. Are you anywhere else on social media that people could probably find you and your music at? Uh, TikTok. You can follow me on TikTok. I post a lot on there. Um. It's just the same as my Instagram. It's Shelby Ruger, real Shelby Ruger. Nice. I didn't know you had TikTok. I'm gonna have to follow you there now. Once we get done, yeah. I'm gonna follow you. Follow you there. Cause I'm I'm lacking people to follow. I just got my TikTok going, but 
I'm going to I'm going to drop that follow no doubt. So, 10 years ago, if you could go back, give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all, what do you think you would do? If I if I could change something? If you could or maybe you don't want to change anything. Maybe everything was good. What do you think? 10 years ago, how old was I? I was 10. Um I think I don't think I would change anything. I think I would just tell myself um, to just try to not pay attention to people who are are being mean or telling telling you that um, you're not worth much or, or things like that. Because mm-hmm. um, I think when I was younger, at that age, I think I let people's words get the best of me a lot, and uh, so that really affected me confidence wise in high school and beyond Mm. and it's something that I'm still healing from right now Mm. so if we flip it then and we say 10 years from now where do you think you see yourself in your life and in your career in general um 10 years from now I see myself being a lot uh healthier mentally spiritually uh physically uh I see myself being happy, regardless of where I'm at in my career, because um, I know those are those are the things that I can control. I know I can control those things. Mm-hmm. Um, in ten years, I know I'm probably going to be a little bit more successful in the music business. Um, so just watch out for me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So, final question. Do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? Um, just know your power, know your worth, um, and know that the energy that you put out will come back to you. So make sure that you're putting good energy out there because the world will reward you for that and others will reward you for that. So just know your power and uh, spread good energy. Absolutely. Well, Shelby, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for your time, Uh, you know, just for supporting what I'm doing, and I'm going to keep supporting what you're doing. Uh, Keep it up. I mean, I could tell you're going all in on what you're doing. Good luck on your career and everything. I'm looking forward to hearing all the music that's coming very soon, and hopefully we can do a part two very soon of this episode. Yes, sir. I appreciate you for having me on the show, man. Keep doing what you're doing, and keep growing, man. Thank you guys for listening today. That was episode 71. We'll be back this time next week. As always, hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds. And feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode. So we'll see you then. Thanks, guys.